Our Lakeshore campaign features content that some viewers may find uncomfortable, including gun violence, drug use, and sexuality. For more detailed information, including full content warnings and transcripts, check out the show notes or our website, therealmscast.com. Previously on Many Realms Lakeshore. With her supply of sunshine drying up, Ileana is getting aggressive, shaking down users in Fairside in the hopes of finding a stash. Roman, on the outs with her boss, scores a vial that looks tampered with and ponders giving it to Ileana. She heads to Cal's garage to follow up on the disappearance of her werewolf roommate Alan, only to learn that Alan has been spotted alive with the wolves of the docks. Susan gets a visit from some thugs sent by Rex Lemaire looking to track down the Ark, the mysterious machine that Knox stole out of the maintenance shed. When Joan turns up, having been shaken down by Ileana's goons, the two make a plan to ambush Knox at hardware and retrieve the Ark. Meanwhile, Kitty finds bottles of sunshine in Betty's room. She unknowingly takes the drug, experiencing visions of her estranged sister. Worried that Betty might get into trouble, she heads to Knox's show to track her down. Our gang is finally in the same room at the same time, just as the thugs Max and Mickey enter the bar, set squarely on Raising Hell. Hey, I'm Jory. I'm playing Kitty the Oracle, and it is jazzy to be here. Hey, I'm Eli. I play Roman the Fae, and it's sunny to be here. Hi, I'm Jillian. I play Susan the Hunter, and it's swinging to be here. Hey, I'm Jordan. I'm playing Knox the Tainted, and it's Aristocats. Great movie to be here. <laughs> I'm Jesse. I'm your MC, and this is Alfred Hitchcock Presents Many Realms. Hardware is springing to life as the sun sets over the Fairside neighborhood. Knox, you sit in a booth with Nat and Jackson, sipping gin and tonics as you wait for your turn in the lineup. Twinkling lights line the walls and wind around the steel beams that support the catwalk overlooking the dance floor. Susan, you squeeze past the coat check, pulling your jacket tighter as you feel the butt of your gun press against your ribs. Behind you, Joan sidles past the bouncer, adjusting her cap to keep her face in shadow, hoping the makeup she applied to her swollen black eye will make her less conspicuous. Roman, you call for another drink as the two thugs in cheap suits whisper to each other heatedly at the bar. Your eyes wander up to the gentle, candlelit glow of Ileana's second-floor booth, and with your hand, you worry the bottle of sickly green sunshine in your pocket. Kitty, you step out of the taxi, dazzled by the sparkling lights that adorn the outside of the bar. You attempt to make pleasant conversation with the bouncer who is deeply uninterested in talking to you. No sign of Betty, but as you step out onto the dance floor, the lights, the music, and the pleasant conversation swirl around you, and you feel light as a cloud transported to another world. Each of you, what do you do? How long to the show? There's a few bands on the lineup, and like the early bands are starting, and you are probably like middle band. Mid band, cool. Yeah. I would love to find Knox immediately and just just let him know that I'm here. You rec- like you know him by sight and it's no secret that he's here. He's hanging out in a nice cushy booth that's reserved for performers and he's helping himself to his fair share of bar peanuts. Oh, hello again. Hey. Uh, fancy running into you here. 
Oh, I mean, I'm playing. Are you here to see the show? Sure. Thanks. Hey, I just wanted to say thanks for all your help the other night. You know, I was uh, Nat Jackson. This is sorry. It was Susan. Susan. Hey, nice uh, to meet you. Hey, hey, what's up? She saved, believe it or not, she saved my my well, my arm. Actually, I wasn't gonna be able to play the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah, how's that healing, by the way? Uh, you know, it actually is going pretty well. I saw. You know, I they talk about all these. You, you heard of acupuncture? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So I went down to the docks. Yeah. I mean, you're not gonna get this here, Nat Jackson. You guys are gonna love this. So I yeah, went. Yeah. 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 So I went down to the docks, and I just thought out on a whim. You know, I got a broken arm, but we got to play. It's a big show at the harbor tonight. So why don't I just see an acupuncturist, right? And so I go and I see the acupuncturist, right? And they put these needles in my arm, and wouldn't you know it? Pull the needles out. Arms fine. Totally fine. Well, that's Ready crazy. To play. I know. That's what I said. Down at the docks. It was pretty great. Um, so I'm thankful to both the acupuncturist as well as yourself. So uh, hey, can I get you get you guys a drinking? You want to join the join the booth? Yeah, follow me to the bar. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, sure. Hey, Nat Jackson, let's. Uh, yeah. Why don't we go saddle up at the bar, right? We love drinking. Yeah. Totally. Oh, I was just inviting you, but. I know. I'm trying to. <laughs> to... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a counterplay. <laughs> This is some fucking top tier chess. I'm thrilled. You all mosey up to the bar. Roman, did you have something? Yeah, I just wanted to remark to these two sketch ass suits. I'll just like kind of conspicuously like scoff at them first. Mm hmm. The one that does the talking, Max, the small lady one, um, kind of shrugs her shoulders and pulls her suit up and flattens the collar and says, uh, How's your evening going tonight, miss? Yeah. You two couldn't belong here any less if you tried, eh? It's a free country, isn't it? We're just here to enjoy some uh, beautiful music. Same as yourself. Hey, yeah, it's a free country. You come soak up the beautiful atmosphere, but uh, why would you come to a place like this? You seem like you uh, come here a lot, if I may not be so bold as to uh, suggest that you seem pretty comfortable in your surroundings. My name's uh, Max, by the way. Nice to meet you, Max. Well, uh... Only that if you are a regular here, there's a certain um, musician that we're after. Maybe you've seen him around. His name's uh, Knox. Depends what you're after. Oh, we just have to have a, a, a business conversation with the gentleman. Hmm. Well, uh, how about if I see Knox, I'll tell him that two people in uh, some high quality suits are looking for him. She uh, smiles flatly and raises her drink and says, much appreciated. Thank you. That being said, you guys are headed for the bar. <laughs> yep. Uh, and these might not be the sharpest goons in the goon shed, but they are uh, eventually going to notice that you are, like, not several feet from them. So uh, what's the play at the bar here? I want to playfully grab the shoulder that was hurt just to see if you wince at all and ask you... Uh, Grace mentioned that you popped around the other day. Yeah, yeah, Grace. Yeah, she was really accommodating. She was lovely. Mm-hmm, always is. And uh, you borrowed uh, something. Oh, right. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, I just got so busy with the show yesterday. Um, you know what? You know what? I can swing by tomorrow. And why don't when I bring I'll, I'll bring... I'll bring it back. And in addition, you know, uh, maybe we can... You know, I mean, if you enjoy the show tonight, we can give you a couple tickets, future shows or something as a little apology. 
Sure, I'll hold you to that. Great, of course. Yeah, no problem. Is that debt? Is it? What would you describe as the debt here? It's tough because like I don't, I currently right now don't know if I'm lying. I mean, I don't really see why I wouldn't bring it back, but it's just because like I said I'd bring it back. Mm -hmm. So I kind of made a deal there. You made a deal with Grace. So conceptually Grace could pull like a debt on you if she was like, you're full of shit. What I would say is that the debts don't necessarily mean that like you can never lie without like taking a debt. I want you to think more like macroscopically in terms of like power. Yeah. Like what what power does Susan have over you that could like force you into an agreement? What power do you have over her that could force her into an sure, agreement? Sure, this is like currently an amicable agreement. Yeah, so. okay. and you're both kind of bullshitting each other anyway. Okay. So like the stakes aren't being, I don't think, um, true enough to your character's actual motivations to really say like, let's cut a deal. Okay, sure. I think sure. the is like cutting a deal. Sure, like, I can. Really I can twist your arm too and be like- You already did the shoulder. I know, gotta make it worse um, because I, I want that machine. Also worth noting to shady folks, uh, stop by today asking for you at the Naturalist Society. So not sure what you've got yourself into, but I don't want any part of it. So watch back. What'd you tell him? Oh, I don't know you very well. I don't know where you live, so I can't tell them where to find you. I mean, if that's the case, you're saying they're coming after me. Probably. You say why? You know why? No idea, but if you don't return that machine, maybe I will know where to find you next time. Oh, see, I don't know how that's gonna, I don't know if that's gonna jive. I don't really feel comfortable giving up the only card I have when I got people breathing down my neck on all corners. Seems to me, how about you want that machine? Bad enough that I'm twisting your arm for it right now. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we, uh, how about, do you, how about we flip the tables? You know where to find these two suits? You know, uh, they're, gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna come back around, you think? Uh, I would imagine they seemed rather determined to find you. So, as the person who saved your life, I think you owe me. Well, I don't know if you really saved my life if they're coming well, after me. Well, Nat and Jackson. In fact, I would say, if, I would say, I would say if Grace. I don't know about any of this. To me, it sounds like you guys were withholding some type of information, and Grace must have known something about this machine, and I took it off your hands, and so that these these suits wouldn't come down on your head and give you the whack. So, in fact, I think I've saved you by taking it off your hands. So I think that you're indebted to me to make sure that everything turns out peachy keen, and if it doesn't, you'll never see your fucking machine again. How did we get here? <laughs> yeah, what? I don't know why I thought that's what the game is. <laughs> you just pulled a 180 between like, yeah, no, no, like, no, no, I like promise I'll give it back tomorrow. Well, now, now I'm gonna die. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking die, man. <laughs> Sounds like he's refusing outright to give you the machine. I am trying to refuse you giving the machine because I do see it as the only like thing I can leverage in this situation to try and keep my safety in thinking that these people are presumably out to harm me in some capacity. If I lean over the bar to try and flag down the bartender, do I see the suits? Yes, like I mean, they were in the bar, not being very inconspicuous, taking like a look around, trying to see what's going on. It's a big bar, but you, if you're like looking for them, you can find them. Look, I need that machine, so, if you 
be subtle, please, uh, were to look down the bar to your left, you would see Mr. Big and Mrs. Small. Do I recognize them? No. Those were the people who popped round earlier today. So I could just go over there right now and tell them that you are here to play the show and would be so delighted to meet some fans. Or you could give me that machine. You say they're here for me, right? That's correct. Okay. Can you... Nat Jackson. Yeah, man. Can you keep uh, our, our company here entertained for a sec? I'll be back in five minutes. I just gotta run in the bathroom really quick. Yeah, man. Uh, sure. You okay? Yeah, yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. Okay. Uh, I want to go up to the two suits. By yourself? Yeah. Okay. I want to, like, come up behind them, put my hands on their back, and be like, Hey, I heard you uh, You two are looking for me. Uh, maybe we can talk in the back? The lady spins around, um, surprised, and then she uh, smiles widely when she recognizes your face. Great. And she sends... Oh, you got a message. Wonderful. That sounds uh, just peachy keen. Let's go somewhere a little quiet. Can we go to, like, the darkest, most sketchiest alley, hopefully with a dumpster? <laughs> yeah, that sounds, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> that sounds perfect. Okay, I want to guide these two to a dumpster. Okay. Or an uh, alley. Somewhere that's as discreet as I can be in this place. You take him to the alley behind the hardware, and uh, the lady lights a cigarette and appraises you as you sort of stand, you know, 15 feet apart from each other. It uh, seems to me that you might be in possession of something that uh, doesn't belong to you. Yeah, what's it to you? Nothing to me personally. You seem like a perfectly swell guy. It's my job to be getting it back, so. Yeah. Do you mind if I patch you guys down? Yes, I do. Yeah, you won't be doing that. <laughs> Thanks, no. though, for the invite. <laughs> Buy a lady a drink next time. Jesus, were you raised in a fucking barn? I want to figure them out. Yeah. So seven, you got one question, they get one question. Um, so what, what's your character's beef with me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely the machine. I would say it's fair to assume that, you know, bringing along Mr. Big, they haven't threatened violence against you yet, but they're probably prepared to threaten violence against you. Okay, so they have one for me, yeah. I think they're going to ask, like, how could I get your character to give me the machine? They want to know why you're so, like, reluctant to give it up. You see, the thing is, I already actually promised the machine to somebody else. Actually, where I got it from, and, you know, and I'm a man of my word, so I do have to return it tomorrow, actually. To yeah, me. that's, uh, I'm so sorry about that. That's not really any of my business. Maybe you misunderstand or you mischaracterize my, uh, my purpose in being here, but, uh, I'm really not here to discuss terms or excuses or anything like that. I'm here to uh, retrieve the item in question. Mm. Do you understand kind of what I'm telling you, sir? Yeah. Well, what's going to happen if I do give it to you? Nothing. You're free to go. Have a mm. great life. I don't fucking care. Can you tell me something about it? Can no. you tell me what it is? Why you want it so much? I don't know nothing about it. Mm. Please? No. Pretty please? And I want to, I want to, I want to shift. Okay. I'll mark corruption. I'll take claws. Inflict one extra harm. So I will do form four harm when I. Okay. Uh, your signature bone claws extend from your hands as you shift into your demon forms. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I have bony claw hands. I do have spikes that come out of my head, and I do take on like my skin takes on a more like rock rock like 
surface, and yes, smoky, kind of without any iris pupil the eyes. Okay. Max lets out a long, low whistle, and she says, You're an ugly motherfucker, aren't you? She throws her cigarette to the ground. And <laughs> <laughs> I love her. <laughs> if you think, <laughs> I just want to let you know, if you think you're like the baddest, most powerful no, like I character don't. in the city, you're I not. Uh, <laughs> she stomps the cigarette out with the heel of her shoe, and she says, uh, All right, Mickey, let's do this. And the big guy charges forward as she pulls a pistol from her jacket. You, what do you do? He's about to uh, clock you on with his bare fist, it uh, looks like. I just want to impale him with my long spindly bone claws. Okay, <laughs> you should unleash an attack. Okay. Uh, Roll with blood. Blood. That's a six. Okay, that is a failure. Mm-hmm. You haven't like fought a lot of people as like a mm-hmm. crazy demon. But you're also, I think, at the same time, are I think pretty confident in your like ability to be like, I'm a fucking demon. Yeah, I think right that now. that makes you feel like I'm hot shit, and that's what can get me into like a situation like this. Yeah, where it's like, oh, I'm a demon. Everyone else is like not, so I win. Yeah, this guy, he, despite his like giant stature, is surprisingly nimble and agile. And as you uh, reach out and swipe with your bone claws, he actually just kind of leans into it and with his shoulder bashes you into the dumpster, the metal of which uh, creases behind you as your like rocky chitinous plates of your demon form smash into it. You will take two harm as he kind of slams you up and he says, this isn't gonna end well, buster. Step so that this, cause he's, he's, his stature is large, yes? He's humongous. So I want to step so that his body blocks any type of pistol-y shots that could come from. Okay. So that I don't have to worry about that. And uh, just try and impale him again. You just want to try to keep attacking him? Yes. Okay, you can roll to unleash an attack again. Nine. Okay, on a seven to nine, you can choose uh, one result. Either they're going to inflict more harm on you or you're going to find yourself in a bad spot. I'll take ending in a bad spot, um, but he will take four harm. Yeah, you do a good job kind of positioning yourself between putting him in between the two of you so that Max Miss Small can't quite get a good shot at you. And this time when you lunge at him with your bone claws, your aim strikes true and you gouge a huge line from shoulder to hip down his torso and um, blood immediately starts spreading and soaking through the front of his tattered suit. As you do, you feel your claws clank against something metal that he's wearing under his shirt. You're not quite sure what it is, but it's pretty big. And um, as you are, as you're clawing, you sort of feel the metal is like um, providing some resistance. Like your claws glance off it. There might even be like a couple of sparks that spritz out the front of him. He's got something on. And as he rears back and bellows in anger, you notice that he is um, still alive, which is unusual for people that you impale impale with your bone claws. He looks pretty bad, but um, he's he's definitely still up. Max. Uh, decides that enough is enough and she steps around him and she uh, gets her pistol trained on you. I think the the mixed result is that you end up fully cornered in this alleyway. Um, Dumpster behind you, wall behind that. Uh, No wings this time. And uh, Mr. Big is going to pull out a gun and both of them are going to train them on you. And she's going to say, don't be stupid, Mr. Knox. There's only one way out of this. Yeah. I just, yeah, put my, my spindly claws up. All right, put your skin back on. <laughs> okay, I'll shift away. Back into human form? Sure. Okay. 
they keep the guns on. They go, where's the machine? Uh, where did I put the machine? No games. You think I'm fucking around? I don't have to get this suit tailored. You know how to find suits for this guy? Look, it's all right, very it's very challenging. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't mean it as a slight against you as you size. It's just it is hard. It's it's actually on the manufacturers. Really. Look, okay, the I already gave it back. Where is it? The Sa Naturalist Society gave it back earlier today. You yeah. guys come and fucking slap me around. Hey, we asked nice first. This is on you, Buster. You fucking <laughs> look. It's back at the Natural Society, okay? British lady? Yeah, British lady. She's she's in the bar right now. Yeah, we know her. All yeah. right. She's fucking about to rob me of everything I got and fucking kill my two bandmates. Oh, okay. That's kind of her prerogative. It's mm. not really my problem. Whatever. She fucking has the machine. All right. Think you might want to maybe head home for the night, Mr. Knox. I got a show to play. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll be sure to stick around. We love a good... Uh, what do you do, guitar? Uh, what's my state? I mean, I cut. I have two grievous. You. So it's gonna be a, this can be a Herculean show. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't look good. Um, you've probably got uh, at least one broken bone. If you've got two grievous filled in, you you probably need medical attention more than you need to play a jazz show right now. Um, you're like maybe on your feet, but it's more of like a stagger than a walk. I have to play the show. <laughs> okay, I don't care. I have to do it. They back up and keep their guns trained on you. If you're if you're like fine, she has it. I'm gonna go play my show. And um, Max spits on the ground. She says, "Just one more word of advice, all right, sweetheart. Don't fuck with Rex Lemaire." What's happening inside the bar, kids? I'm dancing. I'm having a great time. Yeah. Are you within seeing distance of Roman? I'm just dancing. What's interesting? Yeah. Yeah. Are you like a disco ball? Because oh. if not, she's not gonna look at you. Oh <laughs> yes, but I would presumably notice Kitty. You might. Yeah. I, I'm just on the. Yeah. Yes. I just want to button. I just want to say that I'm gonna go to Ileana after that scene. Okay. Directly. You make your way into the bar and you. Uh, so that's fine. I just. Sure. Yeah. yeah. You're not gonna teleport. You're just gonna like stagger there. I'm gonna go there, and I think you know what's gonna happen. So we'll do that when we get there. Yeah, just so you're not gonna use your debt to go. No, there. I'm just gonna walk up. Yeah, which you could have done to avoid being brutally beaten. Yeah. Um, but hey, beggars, choosers. Do you two notice each other on the dance floor? So, let's say I'm not having the best night. It's fine. Cast aside by my comrades. I am a communist. Um, <laughs> and then. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I think maybe I'm trying to make my way up the catwalk, like discreetly, not to spend time with Ileana necessarily, but like it's a less crowded space and like she probably would be very unhappy with me being there, but like right now I needed some space, I think. Um, I see someone who like reminds me of my sister. I'm not really sure on the dance floor. It just triggers some like bad, weird memories. And I start walking up this like iron staircase up to the catwalk. I fucking drop my whiskey sour. That's brutal. I love that image of like, is it her? It's like a crowded dancer on the floor below. Like it couldn't have been. No. Ooh. Like I like that vibe. Okay, you head up. You're you're with shaky hands. You drop your glass. I think 
probably you and Susan notice when like the back alley door fire door like swings open and a badly beaten Knox staggers into the bar and starts making a beeline for the staircase. Uh, Nat and Jackson are like, holy shit. I told him those goons were after him. He invited them into the alley. He's not going to be able to play the show and he's been badly beaten. Well, since I'm already on the staircase, like I'll kind of intercept him as he's trying to make his way up. Okay. I also think this is when I notice you. Yeah, like you a scene is happening. You keep running into uh, horribly beaten Noxies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, speaking of, uh, we gotta stop meeting like this, Nox. What do you want? I'm also coming up the stairs oh, while you're having this interaction. Fuck. Well, I'm not noticing that yet. I'm gonna deal with that What after. prompts you to go up the stairs? I saw my sister. Got it. You're, you're going up... Anybody that you're going up to see on the catwalk, first of all, is part of my business. And you are on fucking death's doorstep again. So what is it? I'm gonna go talk to Eliana. Okay, asshole. Roro? <laughs> Alright, get the fuck out of here, Knox. Why are you so rude? Well, a uh, different let me, okay, I don't know. Excuse oh, me, God. miss, one second. Oh, no. Listen, well, I said one second, listen, okay? Excuse me? That's a very rude I'm sorry, did you stumble into the wrong place? Listen, okay? <laughs> listen, listen to me. A night ago, you tried to sacrifice me as some kind of fucking weird ritual shit, and now you're up in my business? Are you fucking kidding me right now? Hey, I thought we came to an understanding Yeah, there. the understanding was that I could fucking slice you up like Swiss cheese, and then you're Whoa. cutting me off when I'm in the middle of the fucking business. Why you would fucking you be see how I am? Like okay, I'm starting to get lightheaded. I'm gonna like get close to like fanning here. Okay, look, I don't have time for this fucking shit, all right? And you, whatever, you know what? Whatever business you guys got, you deal with that. Then you can come talk to me if you want, and I want to try and get up the stairs. Okay, what, I'm the one who was telling you to fuck off, so I'm just gonna let you go. Okay. Kitty. Hi. When you see Roro, like, for sure, right? For sure. I just wasn't ready for the power and the magnitude <laughs> that that it's, it's exactly like the vision you had in your bubble bath. You see her in a linen white sundress, sun-kissed skin, shining bright eyes. She's smiling at you. She's laughing. She looks 15 years younger. And when that vision is interrupted by the harsh gasping tones of a beaten man, um, it's like a contrast of heaven and hell. She looks like an angel and he has uh, a mouth that spews like acrid smoke when he speaks. His hands seem twisted and claw-like because she's on drugs. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She's like kind of losing it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, and her, her, her oracle power is like really heightened mm -hmm. by this drug. Both of these sites are at once familiar and shockingly strange. And it's a, it's a powerful thought and sensation that sends you reeling back. And then, uh, as soon as you can figure out what's going on, the horrible, nasty man has pushed Roro aside and headed deeper up into the catwalk. And you see your sister sitting on the top step. Her face is frozen as her eyes lock onto yours. When I rolled at the foretelling at the beginning of the session, I rolled really well, so I have two holds. Okay. Um, during the session, I can spend that hold to declare something terrible is about to happen, so I'm going to do that right now. Okay. Um, Roman, I... Who's that? <coughs> okay, uh, Kat, you... 
what like come back in here do, do you no, ask no, no, my no, no, friends no. and now you're wh- prying into my life hello i i've been seeing i've been seeing him the last week or so i've been seeing him <laughs> you're seeing no, no, a no, musician no, no. at the hardware now i don't even know you oh my god no no in my in my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> she knows you. Are. I do. I do. Yeah, but you're also probably not articulating yourself very well. You also probably recognize that um, Kitty's teeth are tinted yellow. Oh, I see. You're a smiler now. That's why you're hanging around here, eh? What? No, I. That man. That man is. I don't trust him. You shouldn't. You should stay away from him. Something's gonna happen. I will spend my time with whoever I like. But you don't understand. I saw... What did I see? I need... You saw a building that was much like this one. You saw a man that looked kind of like that one standing over a body as the building went up in flames. Okay. I think he's gonna... I think he's gonna kill someone. He's gonna kill someone tonight. Uh, Okay. I'm guessing you saw this in a vision. Yeah, of course. Um, uh, do her visions always come true? No, they can be avoided. They can be avoided. Can be avoided. She saw multiple imps coming to um, destroy the gala, but Susan's intervention changed that. Yeah, it's like the route that we're on, but it's like it's avoidable. Like we both have plus one to try and avoid making this happen. That's what foretelling does. Yeah, what's not going to happen is that like she was wrong, and it's like a guy in an ice cream truck. It's like that yeah. thing could and will happen unless it is avoided. Yeah. Okay. It's not inevitable. Mm-hmm. Um, I like reach out and almost shake her hand and then I like pull it away and I'm like are we supposed to hug uh okay never mind all of that uh how do we stop one of your visions usually my visions aren't so violent okay cat I need you to I don't know like toughen up a little bit I'm sorry but if we're gonna hang out here and you're gonna be around I'm definitely crying no I can't do the crying (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I just, I haven't seen you. Okay. We have to figure out what he's up to. And I guess we have to stop it. We have to figure out what he's up to. One, stop it. Two, it's a two-step process. <laughs> okay. Roman's getting very frustrated. She's like, my sister's here. She's crying. She's not doing anything. Um, okay. You don't know, like, where the fire came from or anything. He was standing over a body. The building was on fire. I don't... You know how this works. I don't get all the details. Yeah. Okay. Well, then I guess we're going to follow him around together or separately. That's okay, too. I don't mind separately. I mind separately. I... uh, Part of me is like, I miss my sister so much. But I'm never going to say that on the inside. On the outside. Not yet. I would press on the concept of, like, historically, you know Kitty's vision's yeah, can come sure. true and are true. Oh yeah. Like, so like you you would recognize that like you and everyone in hardware is danger is in danger right now. Like I'm trying to prevent it. I just don't necessarily want to work with and be with my sister for the next couple hours. Here's the thing, sis. <laughs> Here's the tea, sis. Um, Listen, hunty. <laughs> that guy knocks. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna. He's supposed to play tonight. I think he's going up to talk to uh, Ileana. Do you know her? Do I, I know her? I feel like, like I don't. Okay. That's a pretty name. Yeah, she's a pretty lady. I can't really go up there right now. So if you want to go and like get real close and listen in on their conversation, that might help us. 
What are they? If you can't, why, why would I be able to go up there if you can't go up there? Is there like a VIP section? Do I have to pay someone? <laughs> I can do that. You just, I'll like take off my hoodie and put it on or I'll put the hood up. And you just like- you I burn. Hoodie. <laughs> I you sizzle. You burn. Oh, wait. It's the 20s. The 20s equivalent of a hoodie. Yeah, it's you like wear a suit it. jacket. Something with a hood. I don't know. Um, a, cloak. a cloak. Sure. A try a to get in a scarf. Okay. So you give me your scarf. You got to try to get in close and ascertain and follow him around a bit. But Ileana's not too happy with me right now. So you're going to head up to the catwalk and try to hang out with Ileana and see what happens? I guess so. Okay, let's give Susan a beat. Knox stumbled back. Like, he was like, I'm going to go pee and, like, diffuse the situation. And then came back in with, like, a cracked rib. Knox I'm also just screwed you over. Yeah. Hey, you don't know that yet. I don't. True. He did, though. Joan kind of scratches her head and she looks at you and she says, uh, I think somebody's doing our work for us. Uh... This gentleman seems to keep getting into scrapes all by himself. I don't think it, I owe him anything to get him out again. Whatever. If he wants to run around with that sort of crowd, it's his prerogative. What if someone else is after the machine? Well, we don't have it. He does. Yeah, so maybe that's something to consider before we just kind of let him run around on his own all night. You're right. We need that machine. I'm not on the hot so much with Ileana right now. You may remember uh, Exhibit A. She points to her face. Who is? Mm, that's a good question, actually. Who is? She uh, pauses and she sidles over to the catwalk, not near the stairs, just like standing below it and looking up Romeo Juliet balcony style. And she calls up and she says, um, hey, hey, Liz. And uh, Kitty's stepdaughter, Betty, pokes her head over the railing from Ileana's corner booth. Hey, oh, are you sure you want to be seen around here tonight? It might not be the smartest move. Joan's like, tell her, talk to her. I'm not going to shout across all of hardware looking like this. <laughs> Do I, should I go up or should she? Maybe you should go up. I don't. Okay. If I'll, I'll, I'll watch down here if Knox comes down or something. Okay. Uh, Su Susan smooths out her hair and tries to compose herself. She's definitely not like a catwalk gal in this zone. This is not her space. But hey, if this person can help. Okay. You, Liz owes me. Liz does owe you. Um, so you head up the catwalk stairs and you see Liz, who you of course don't know is um, Kitty's stepdaughter. Or you don't know who Kitty is. So you don't know who Kitty who is. So you see a woman, a human woman that you know. <laughs> um, so now uh, all four of you are on this catwalk. I'm slowly shrinking the square footage in which you're allowed to interact in the hopes that more of you talk to each other. The storm ring is closing. Seriously. Um, let's jump back to Knox, who has, uh, what, like near collapsed on Ileana's table? Yeah, I'm saying, I guess based on what you said being pushing it down so that I'm imagining it's like mostly like ribs, so I'm just having a lot it's of probably breathing. a rib heavy. Yeah. 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 So long as my hands are okay, I can still play, you know, I got enough heart. Okay, Ileana is, of course, holding court with this week's favorites. She issues electric light. She's kind of traditional that way. So she has a bunch of candles all over her booth and along the backs of everyone's seats. She is wearing 
a uh, beautiful gold-colored dress with uh, white stones across the bodice. She's got her hair uh, long and little flowers are braided into it, serving you May Queen. And she says, Oh dear, you look quite unwell. Yeah, Ileana, if I could borrow you for a second. She surveys your face and then uh, her eyes flash with recognition as she remembers of someone to whom she owes a debt. And she says, Briefly, I am at your disposal. She stands and sidles around the table, and you, uh, what, like, just go to, like, a different part of the catwalk? Can I see these two suits? They've, uh, followed you back in after a while. She puts out another cigarette. They head back to the bar, and they are looking around for a British lady now. They see Nat and Jackson, and you see the two of the two suits talking to Nat and Jackson. <gasps> no. Don't. Do that. <laughs> <laughs> you did this to yourself. Yeah, I don't know okay. if you handled that super good. I want it, okay, so I want it to Ileana gesture to these two suits. Ileana, you see those two there? Mm, yes, how unfashionable. Yes. Do you know them? Have you seen them before? They're strangers to my eyes. <clears throat> I don't know why, but I'm finding myself... Short of breath? Yeah, because of them. Oh, I thought it was going to say it was because of me. I mean, that's no problem, though. Um, <laughs> what's your wish? Ileana, you love you run a lovely establishment here, and I'm sure that you don't like having people who take your artists and pull them into your alleyways, threatening them with violence. No, that's typically against my policy unless I'm the one threatening them with violence. And that's why I'm here. Though, I think they could do with a little bit more than threatening. Hmm. Alright. Then they're gone. You have nothing to worry about. Thank you very much. Understand? Your debt is repaid. I owe you nothing. Of course. But I do hope you'll put on a fantastic show. I certainly intend to. She pats her cheek and she heads back to her table and you see her tap the shoulders of two of her burlier henchfolk who uh, walk over to the catwalk. They look down at the two suits and they look at you and they go. <laughs> That's bad for audio. I pointed down in the crowd and Jordan swiped his hand across his throat and they go. Sorry, they nod. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> the two of them nod at you and then at each other and they uh, start making their way down the catwalk. Are you gonna? What are you gonna do? You're just gonna now you just kind of chill until your show's on, I guess. Sort of. You've sort of caused a lot of problems for other people too. Uh, I just want to go back to Nat and Jackson. Okay. You maybe give it like a solid four minutes of um, the two hench people coming down, starting like a low heated conversation, points of outside, whisper, whisper, like that whole rigmarole. And then once it looks like the coast is clear, you crawl back down the stairs. You pass several figures on your way, including Susan Starling, who do you exchange words? I just give you a look that's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, we got it all sorted. I'll get you that machine. Great. Thanks. Yeah. You all right? Does it look like I'm all right? No, not particularly, but I do think you walked into that one after I gave you a heads up, so. <laughs> well, like I said, it's taken care of, and you know, I've had it worse. Right. Well, you stay out of trouble now. I try, it seems trouble's been finding me lately. 
I guess I'll be seeing you tomorrow when you gonna stick around for the show? Yeah. Right. The uh, cellar doors will really bring down the house tonight. The cellar doors? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. We're the new wave of jazz. We're the fresh sound. He's not there. I'm saying that. And you also pass a woman that you saw crying on the stairs earlier. Now she's got uh, a scarf covering her hair and she's making her way up the uh, across the catwalk over to Ileana's booth, I guess, right? Well, I'm more I'm not interested in Ileana as much as I'm interested in not. That's true. Yeah. You you pass her. So I'm going to go up to you. Hi. Um, and I'm going to put an art hand on his shoulder and I'm going to skim the surface. That sounds gross. What is it? <laughs> Skip the surface. Is when you touch someone, you can read surface thoughts. Okay. Cool. Using moves. Good. So you just put your hand on me, and I'm like, yeah, uh... so I'm just like <laughs> I don't think it's that weird when you want to get someone's attention to bar to just like, hello. All right. Well, then. Well, yeah. well, that's where we are right now. Yeah. Yep. She's about to read your mind, bro. Spirit. So that's eight. So that's um, on a. Seven to nine, I can ask one. And I'm trying to figure out like what your plan is. Cause I think that you have like some kind of plan to fuck shit up. Like I think that you're about to burn this place down. Oh, I am. The power <laughs> With my of jazz. Lips, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Make no mistake. So I guess of these questions, what she wants to know is what is your character thinking about right now? The show. The show. I mean, first and foremost, I am a jazz musician. And all this shit is just happening, and it's the first time that my patron has spoken to me. So I guess... So you're uh, not preoccupied at all? You're, like, on the ball? I'm thinking about that. I, I, I think, to make it more interesting, uh, what you would get would be the, the basically the exact conversation I just had basically being replayed in my head. Like, so... Uh, it would be like me pointing to the people and all that. I'm not sure how it manifests. I think you also probably get to to be like generous. I don't think you took a whole incident in the alley, but you do feel a sense of pressure and pain in your own ribs uh, as you place your hand on Nox's shoulder. Um, and you like you you can see when he's walking that he's like carrying himself like he's injured. And then you get a real sense of like that feeling of like having been smashed up against something hard. Like totally. you can tell that he was just in a fight. So I think I'm going to like pull away and... Maybe like a vague sort of, oh, it's not your fault, is it? I'm sorry? You seem hurt. Who who did this to you? It seems like a pretty honest person, actually. I mean, you're- She's you're, disarmingly honest. honest. That's yeah. kind of her whole yeah. shit. Some poorly dressed people. Mm, the worst kind. <gasps> <laughs> How gauche. I think you're in trouble. No shit. I think you have to get out of here. I think we have to- Whoever's after you, they're not going to stop until they I'm burn sorry, this place. Who are you? My name is Kitty. I have had visions about, I think you, but uglier. Um, oh! <laughs> your violence is following you. Yes. Because I have put down, sorry, I have a dire prophecy about you. What is that? Yeah, what does that establish? To, I, that means I owe you a debt. Yes, I have that down as two debts. So do you like offer to help him? In yeah, like a very I think. I think that's exactly what I'm going to do, I'm going to say. I think I can help you. I don't know how quite yet. You were talking to my sister. Sorry? My sister, Roman. You were talking to her. Why? 
What what business do you have? She was with talking her? to me. Okay, what business does she have with you? We definitely don't have any business. All right. Well then. What is it that? Sorry. What is it that you saw? Who who sent? Who do you work for? I'm looking for my stepdaughter. Um, and I wanted to. I wanted to dance. Um, I'm not. It's very muddled, but I know you need help, and I think I can help. And I also think my sister is involved, and I don't know why quite yet, but we have to get out of here before this place burns to the ground. I'm sorry, burns to the ground. Yes, that was part of the vision I saw you standing vision. over. Did sorry, I not vision? say vision before? I'm sorry, I'm feel I'm just I'm I'm not feeling What's the matter with your teeth? What do you mean? What's the matter with her teeth? (laughs) That's not like a subtle everyone knows what's wrong with their teeth. This is me out of character. You're currently I just want to understand that you're saying that you have visions and I know that you're super high. Yeah, what you know about me is I've apparently been seeing you for like the past week in my imagination. (laughs) Yes. The other thing she did pull was that she is like related to Roman. Yeah. Which is another- Who sucks. Who sucks, but is like a person you know is like- You try to sacrifice me. Relax, please. (laughs) I specifically remember us ending that interaction with a mutual respect. Yes. Mutual respect doesn't mean he doesn't think you suck. Yeah, 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 that's true. But well, he's Yeah, so that's like, exactly what I'm saying is that, that I think that grants her claim a little bit of legitimacy. She's like, yeah. Roman, my sister, yes. who like, whether or not you think she sucks, like, I know I don't belong here, but I do know what I'm talking about. How long about. till I'm on? 20 minutes, man. It's me, Nat. I'm downstairs. <laughs> Can this wait 20 minutes? No. I, can't, I gotta play a show. It's one of the only places that actually well, does play Well, if this place burns to the ground... You'll never get to play a show here again. Does she look really wealthy? Yes. Oh, I, yeah, I tried to dress down, but I did not do a great okay. job. I don't know what that is. I guess is. I'll just do my third best pearls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my pearls are only layered over twice. Well, you got a better place to play? So I'm seeing, like, obviously, you don't believe me. So I am going to grab your hand. You also, I will also say, you um, you had your dose of sunshine, like, five hours so ago. So I'm... Kind of my, you're coming down. Hmm. Okay. You have yellow teeth, and that looks like you used recently, but you're also not like, Aww. Okay. Okay. I'm going to grab your hands, look into your eyes, be like, I know you're in trouble because when I touched you on the shoulder just now, I saw you talking to Ileana. You've got beaten out in that alley. What was the thing that she said at the end? Because if you say that, that'd be great. Don't fuck <laughs> with Rex Lemaire. And I know that somebody told you not to F with Rex Lammer. Okay. What do you suggest we do? I don't think you should perform tonight. Yeah, I got that from you. But what else do you think we should do? I think we should figure out who it is here who's going to start the fire, who is motivated enough to trigger what I saw. There's this crazy British lady with guns. All right. Though, I mean, by and large, though, I think that she means well. Giddy, I don't, I don't know what to tell you, but there's a, <laughs> there's a lot of kind of s- s- sketchy people around. I see that. Let's start with the people who hurt you. Uh, they're, they're, uh, they're not going to cause a fire. You trust that? Yeah, I okay. got a pretty good inkling. If you trust that, then I trust that. Then we'll have to listen around. We'll figure it out. 
and you know I want you to get out of here. All right, let me say bye to Nat and Jackson. They're probably pretty worried. Uh, if you do see a uh, British gunslinger girl, let her know that I will bring that uh, that machine by tomorrow. Is she the only British person in the whole city? And also, you've like <laughs> never even heard of or met her. Yeah. <laughs> Can I have one more detail about this woman? Uh, her name's uh, Susie. Su- Su- Susie, yeah. Totally Susie? Susie? Okay, Susie. Let's jump to Susie uh, <laughs> and Liz on the catwalk. Knox brushes by you again. You roll your eyes, Susan. He uh, scurries down because all he cares about is jazz. Men, typical. And Liz is a young woman in a dark turtleneck and a beret. She's got a like cute kind of crop jacket on moment going over it. And she's like, um, hey, what did Joan wanna, I mean, Joan, what, did, she's not, she's not. The- I know, thanks. What's up? Do you know where Knox lives? No. Do you know who does? Probably his bandmates. True. He has something of mine and I need it. Liz is like, like, how can I help you here? Like, I definitely owe Joan one. Like, what's going on? And that's, like, the the contact she's, like, establishing for you. Hmm. Liz is also about, like, 30 seconds and, like, 10 paces away from seeing her stoned mother, stepmother, <laughs> out of the club. So, um... Yeah, I know. But, yeah, no, she's totally right. Like, the bandmates would absolutely just know where he lived. That's just, like, a freebie clue for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> like, duh. Like, duh. <laughs> like, why did I think of that? Because I'm assuming it's probably at his house. Yeah. She says, like, I know Nat and Jackson well enough. I could try to sweet talk them if that's what you're after. You're not going to, like, kill them or anything, are you? <laughs> Jillian's like, yes. Yes, I am. Uh, Susan, not Susie, yet. on the other hand. <laughs> if he ever calls me Susie to my face, I will pull a gun. <laughs> no, I'm not going to kill him. Yeah, no, that would be... Great. Okay, I can I can go see what I can do. But after this, me and Joni are square. She has a debt on Joan. Doesn't that affect you? Okay. Just like, I don't know if you wanted to play like establishing that debt now or like pulling that debt. I don't know. We can maybe create an opportunity tonight for you to get that debt if you want. Okay. Because right now it's like a very um, coincidental, like conspicuous. Like, and I also know this person from this. Like, maybe this is a good time to meet. Sure, why not? Well, yeah, whatever. Um, anyway, something cooler than all your guys' shit happens, um, which is that the fire door of the hardware smashes open, and Ileana's two goons run in. They're both bleeding heavily, and they pretty much throw themselves over the bar and are reaching for weapons that are stashed behind there. Behind them, Max and Mickey have charged in. Max is looking furious. She's stomping around, and she's got her gun drawn. She's waving it. Um, she doesn't give a fuck anymore. Mickey's behind her. The blood is starting to dry, but he still looks pretty woozy. But it looks like they managed to give uh, Ileana's henchmen more than they were bargaining for. Max raises her pistol into the air. And is anyone at the bottom floor now? Have you gone down to the bottom? I would begin arriving. Yeah. You can see glinting. It was dark in the alley, but here in the bar in the fairy lights, you can see that her gun has runes carved into the barrel. And when she says, I've had it up to here with this fucking bullshit, she fires. And instead of a bullet erupting from the pistol, a ball of flame scorches the top of the bar. And the bottles of alcohol that are neatly presented over top catch instantly 
and suddenly the bar is uh, wrapped in flame as Ileana's two goons scream, grab the uh, small guns and shivs they were planning to arm themselves with and jump back over. Everyone starts screaming and running around, making for the fire exit, stopping when they realize that Max is standing there with a gun in front of the fire exit uh, and then trying to find alternative exits out. Ileana stands to her feet. She has teeth that have like a lesser yellow stain, but it's permanent. It doesn't just fade after she uses. She's been using for so long that her smile always has a certain uh, buttery sheen. And now her beautiful pink lips form a snarl as she runs to the end of the catwalk, grips the handles and leans over and screams. The hench people all stand up and start making a beeline down the stairs and they see Mickey, the big guy, Mr. Big, charging towards the stairs with another gun, trying to stop people from coming down. What do you all do? I would like to use, is this cheap? Wild Fury. You summon an element of nature capable of striking your enemies. I'm wondering if I summon water, can I put out fires? Um, that will help a lot. It won't like guarantee you an instant victory in the situation, yeah, yeah. but it'll help a lot. Yeah. Yes, like totally. Water is good against fire. I'd love Pokemon to do that. Pokemon shield available now. So I'm gonna mark corruption in order to summon a, a torrent of water. I guess like collect all of the clouds or collect all the like water and have it uh, evaporate and then recondense into clouds on the ceiling and then fall back down. Tell me what it's like when you use fairy magic. She has like some sort of article of nature, I guess, that she keeps on her person that like uh, wilts or dies, crumbles into like ash as she performs this somatic and verbal incantation. It doesn't really look like she particularly is the one causing this, but you see like all of the vapors of liquid around the faucets dry up, whatever, uh, and then appear back above overhead. Yeah. I like your thing about um, collecting like rain and evaporation. And I also like, I think this needs to be like messy because it's like fairy magic and it's like wild. Like that's kind of the whole thing. So I think what happens is that uh, nothing happens for a couple of seconds. And then you start to hear the metal of the sheet roofing start to groan. And as you look up, you can see the ceiling above the bar start to buckle and uh, swell out. Suddenly, one boom, 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 rivets start shooting out, and then a huge section of the roof collapses in as a localized rainstorm floods down on top of the bar. It does wash out the fire cleanly. It also knocks a bunch of people over, including Nat and Jackson. <gasps> they die instantly. <laughs> They're fire elementals. They die. Nat and Jackson were fire elementals, like pain and panic Hercules style, tasked with watching you this whole time. <laughs> yeah. So uh, people get like bowled over as the sudden torrential rainstorm uh, picks up in this bizarrely localized area. Ileana has her hand raised outstretch over the bar and she looks back at her hand like, no. And she casts her eye around to see who performed this magic. Sorry, it's me. (laughs) Which like kind of partially is destroying her bar. Uh, What else are people doing? I want to get Nox out of here. Good idea. He loves jazz, though, so you're out of fucking luck. <laughs> no, what's the play? What's the vibe? The vision is the place is on fire. Can't stop that. That's happening. And you are in your demon form standing over a corpse. So I can at least prevent that. Yeah. So the way to prevent that is to get you as far away from this fire as possible. So I'm making a beeline for you. I have to get Nat and Jackson. I will leave. I don't, I... But I'm not leaving without Nat and Jackson. Not without the lads. They're the, 
I'm the weakest part of they still are my friends, even though I'm the weakest part of the band. Hey, hey, hey. What? You gotta get out of here right now. Yeah, the place is on fucking fire, but I need to get I need to get Nat and Jackson out of here. Nat, I don't who are Nat and Jackson. It doesn't matter. It just It does fucking matter, okay? okay I'm gonna go I'm get Nat and Jackson. If you stay in here, I don't know who is gonna die, but somebody will die. You have to leave. Your friends are adults, presumably. You need to I'm not leaving without Nat okay, fine, and fine, Jackson. Fine, fine, fine. But I'm gonna make sure you get out of here. That's fine. Okay. I'm gonna follow him. Okay. Uh, Susan Starling, what are you doing? I need to get Joan out of here. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> and I guess Liz, who I'm talking to, I won't just, like, ditch. She screams. She's backed up against the wall. She's like, oh, I just thought I was going to be at the bar. Maybe talk to a cute musician. <laughs> Deal some drugs. I think I just, like, I open my coat. I show her I have a gun. And I'm like, look. Uh, don't shoot me. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, that's, like, traditionally. Look. I've seen movies. I... I can protect you if you follow me. Where? Let's go. Yes, yes. We have to get Joan. Okay. You two turn and hightail it towards the stairs of the catwalk, but before you can make it there, Max on the floor below turns. She sees Ileana summoning her fairy magics on the catwalk above, and she fires another fireball right into the bottom of the catwalk, which uh, immediately comes detached from the wall partially and starts to tilt and thrust all of the candles on the backs, ha ha, foreshadowing, all of the candles on the backs of Ileana's booth and the chairs topple over and start to catch as fire also spreads across the catwalk. The metal is starting to weaken and groan with the weight of all the screaming, jumping, and lurching people. Hey, so I have a cool move. I'm doing this, you guys all use your cool moves. It's called This Way, and it helps oh. me lead people out of danger. I can attempt to get people out and... We'll see what happens. I think that's totally what this is. Go for it. Great way to screw myself over if things go bad. That's okay. That's not bad. It's an eight. So on a seven to nine, you get hurt or one of them gets hurt, you choose. Um, but but you get out. I'm happy to get hurt. I think that's fun. I don't know. Maybe I jump the railing. Ooh. How are you getting Betty off the Liz Betty off the off the catwalk? Can I catch her? jump and then tell her to jump and then catch her? Yeah. You, um, with uh, lightning-fast instincts, kind of angle your body, slide down the catwalk that is coming attached from the wall as your boots hit the railing, which is now almost your floor. You lean into it, grab on, and swing yourself down like you're on a giant monkey bar, and you land unceremoniously but effectively on someone else's booth that's now been vacated. As you pick yourself up from the splintered table, you see Joan run up saying, holy fucking shit. I um, know. <laughs> what do we do? Liz, jump. Liz is like, if you want to live, jump. Liz looks terrified and she's like inching like toe by toe a little bit forward. And then she stops. She looks away from you. Something catches her eye and she screams, Is that my fucking stepmom? <laughs> and <laughs> the railing comes away and she loses her footing and tumbles head first down onto the first floor. You manage to shoulder the weight and prevent her immediate death, but you slam hard against the concrete floor of the club. Your uh, gun lunging into your side doesn't do much better and you take two points of harm as you catch her. Joan helps the two of you get to your feet, and I guess you hustle out the free door with the screaming crowd? You bet. Okay. 
Um, can I leave with Kitty and Knox? Is that a thing? Is that what you How want to do? How are you going to get there? Where are you? What? I'm just following Knox right to make sure he leaves. Oh, well, I want to make sure my sister's okay. Is that what you want to... So tell me about what's going on, where you are, what's happening. It's like, fire's out. I'm on this, like, collapsing staircase. Take a second to survey to find my sister and run to her. Okay. Very awkwardly, like, reach out and hold her hand. This storm is, like, still pouring down. Yeah, Part yeah. of it is that it's very hard to, like, control the beginning or ending of it. Yeah. You're running through, like, water that has fully, like, sagged and then collapsed the bar into, like, chunks of wood. Now, like, ankle-deep water full of sharp, splintered wood and pieces of metal and shattered glass bottles is, like, stabbing you with every step as you charge through the water, splashing over to Kitty, Knox, Nat, and Jackson. You've helped Nat and Jackson up. They were washed away pretty bad. They look banged up, but um, survivable. And Jackson's like, what the fuck, man? Look, Jackson, we gotta get out of here right now, okay? No shit! Wait! Where's my piano? Jackson, Did he bring shut the fuck piano? up! <laughs> <laughs> I guess he probably played the bar piano. Get a fucking hold of yourself, Jackson. Let's go. Okay. Uh, you guys turn to make for the exit. Miss Max catches your eye. She does anything. Do anything. Don't, <laughs> don't fucking do it. Well, or I think do it, but don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think she's she's presenting another obstacle. Susan like rolled to actually escape the situation, so she was able to get out, and she like did a good success there, and she took a harm for it. But you haven't yet attempted like properly. Like there's an escape roll, is what I'm saying. Um, so. Right now, she's on the lookout for either of you, and she sees you because you've made a big hubbub over by the bar that just got, like, drowned out. And she's splashing over, and she's got her gun out. She says, If any of you give me any shit, I swear to God I'll light this place up like a fucking matchbook. Don't test me. I wordlessly continue. Okay, she's, like, she's trying to prevent you from accessing the door. She's, like, marching to cut you off. She's got a gun out. I mean, uh, and, that like, Kitty is also, like, yeah, you guys are all part of this. I'm, I'm... If, okay, sure. Kitty is not okay. I feel like she's gonna go up to this woman, like, who's holding a gun, which is fine. It's fine. And I'm sorry. I don't know what problems you have with this man, but this building is burning down. Can we please at least settle this outside? She shoots you. I don't know. Yes, of course. She shoots you. She shoots you with her gun. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I felt like I was clear on the gun. I guess let that resolve. Yeah. <laughs> well, the, the damage has been done, right? So you take harm. three points of harm. Probably it helps that you are like in a pool of water and like the fiery zap of the gun is not going to be as bad. I call that a bit of credit to Roman for flooding the place as much as possible. I'm not even like asking what you do. You fucking collapse onto the ground because someone just shot you in the abdomen. You scream probably. I'm probably unconscious. Yeah. I'm probably, yeah. She shot me like point blank. <laughs> I want you to understand that like urban shadows. <laughs> okay, as soon as you see that, it's time. You know, I'm going to have to switch again. And with that though, I'll mark corruption. I get, I fill a full track. What happens when I fill a full track? Oh, so you get to check off one of these boxes underneath. Okay, because I'm gonna I'm going to do the devil inside and switch, so I'll roll that first. Okay. Nice. Uh, so it's an eight. Uh, I'll heal two harm. Okay. So. Good idea. Yeah, I'll heal two harm. I'll get my lovely demonic weapons 
back mm-hmm. by also marking uh, corruption, which gives me the five. Nox is the first to fill up his corruption uh, track. So, Welcome to the club. So then th- that gives me a corruption move. Uh, what does it say? What is the text? Uh, take a corruption move. So pick one of those bubbles and you've got a new move. Can corruption I move. use it right away? Yep. Yeah, girl. Uh, Nox shifts into his demon form. Uh, the long spindly claws extends quickly, uh, not unlike Wolverine's ka-ching. And uh, with a quick bellow and probably the much of the stress of his bandmates who have no idea this is the case. I love people it. Around I them. love it. Sometimes. Not only does he shift, but now, in addition to that, two small hellhoundy looking demons emerge from seemingly nowhere yes. uh, by his side and they will to read what it is it's from hell uh, i have to mark corruption again to have my patron send a gang of demons to work on my behalf for a scene of two harm and two arm okay what do you want them to do uh, uh kill her okay and i want to kill her too Anyways, now he's in his demon form in a burning building in front of the body collapsed. Yeah, but you didn't see two demons, so. No, but I'm there's a. <laughs> I'm changing yeah. fate. It's not burning anymore. If you had a chance to the change the catwalk fate. part, like the <laughs> upper level, is burning. Oh. Yeah. Um. So you should roll to unleash an attack. Okay. That's gonna be a seven. Okay. You sprint forward with these hellhounds. Can I say that they have um? Scorpion tails like Laxie's your demonic patron. Sure. Since uh, he's the one that kind of sent it up. Sure. And uh, these, yeah, these hellhounds with barbed scorpion tails run forward with you, keeping pace with you as you uh, swoop down on Max. She aims the gun. She's kind of, I, I think you're going to catch her in the moment after she shot Kitty. And she's like, that was pretty good. Let's shoot. Oh. Um, and you descend upon her. You did you take additional harm with this shift? Uh, uh, you took weapon, your demonic weapon. I took my weapon and I took uh, healing harm. Okay, so how much does the demonic weapon deal? Three harm. Oh, and you're doing the hellhounds? Yes, who do two harm apiece. You, how do you want to kill her? I just want to rip her apart and then take her gun. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think. Uh, what probably happens is that she's pretty quick. She's like trained to do this. She turns and gets the gun on you and she's about to snarl something in her reedy high-pitched voice, but she doesn't expect the hounds. They never expect the hounds. And from behind her, each one of them jabs her in the back of the leg so that she starts to buckle and she can't aim the gun properly and she's wavering and you just get her with the claw. And with the other claw, you uh, wrap your fingers, your bone-like claws around the gun, and you yank it out of her hands. Do you say anything? Uh, I don't think that I say anything, but I think this is a good opportunity to mark a tonal shift in uh, Nox's character. Uh, I think that it's a he kind of loses himself, perhaps because of this corruption shift, that he's actually gone to a more... It's been more demon than Nox for the first time in this. It's not like just a power that he's summoned. It's actually in some way consumed him, at least for a passing moment. And it's gone away from him, and he's like more animal-like, just tearing apart this person in front of his two best and, frankly, only friends. And I think that that obviously is a sight that, though they're perhaps happy to be saved, that they are very shocked, very, very just horrified at the events transpiring in front of them. Yeah, and I think Nat and Jackson have um, grabbed Kitty's body out of the, alive body, but still, grabbed her form out of the pool of water and are trying to drag her to somewhere dry and safe. And um, one of them is slapping your face and trying to keep you awake because he thinks that's what you're supposed to do when someone gets shot, uh, which might or might not be true. 
And uh, as they do, you squint and you can see as the last of the numbness of your dose of sunshine fades and the searing fiery pain in your gut surges, you see the twinkling fairy lights, you see dancing flames above you. And in front of the flames, you see a man, not a man, a demon with huge wicked claws and menacing eyes and deep sharp fangs standing over a mutilated corpse and grinning. That was episode four of Lakeshore. We'll be back on March 31st to see the aftermath of this catastrophe. If you're enjoying Lakeshore, Tallow, or any of our one-shots, please consider supporting the show. We're hoping to hit our first goal, where our basic costs are covered and we're not paying out of pocket, by the end of this campaign. Help us get there. You can check out Sweet Perks at patreon.com slash many realms, or make a one-time contribution at coffee, that's ko-fi.com slash the realmscast. Thanks.